0: Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there are an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real-life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's Word. Victory can be your story. Hey podcast fam, how you doing on this Friday?
1: Happy Friday everyone.
0: We're excited that you're listening. Third episode, again, if you haven't listened to any other episode, make sure you go back. We've got buoyancy that we talked about last week. The week before is, is this the end? Make sure you're checking in and subscribing wherever you listen and consume content.
1: Yeah, and the goal of these podcasts is to be relevant to kind of what's going on right now. We're just so
0: relevant. (laughs) We're
1: just so relevant, but that leads us into kind of what we want to talk about today.
0: Right, because today is a big one. Yeah. And I bet you've felt this at some point in time, but today we're going to talk about consistent opposition.
1: You know, what do I do? I'm feeling this. anyone, Anyone who has a social media account or right. watches the news, and is a Christian, is somebody who lives for the Lord, you are feeling a little bit of opposition. and I, You know, I say a little bit, but I think a lot is a better descriptive word right. of opposition. You know, you it's not possible right now to go on social media or to watch the news or to even have conversation with people and not feel like everything you believe, everything you've ever held to be true, to be opposed by yeah. the direction that the world's going, the way people are thinking,
0: right. et cetera. So, so I guess the statement is, welcome to the club. Right. Because this is forever. Why? Because we know that God's principles are contrary to the world. And, you know, unfortunately, as much as many people want to, you weren't intended to fit in. Right. You were actually intended to stand out in the uncomfortable part of standing out is knowing that there's going to be opposition to what you believe, what you stand for. And I mean, even as we're talking, what are, maybe you can think on your feet real quick, but what are some things that you've been scrolling or seeing that's like consistently opposite of what you believe as a Christian?
1: Just everything. Fear. I think yeah. fear right now is the number one thing that has challenged me every day to be like, wait, what do I believe about this topic? Because right. fear is running Rampant, right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not possible to go onto social media at the moment and not feel a level of fear. Well, it is possible, but what I'm saying is it's everywhere. Yeah. It's on people's posts. People are worried about what's going to happen. Is there going to be a second wave of, if you're listening to this down the line, you know, this right now, we're, we're in the time of COVID-19. And so... You know, is, is is there going to be another wave? What's going to happen? We yeah. have elections coming up. What's yeah. going to happen then? Yeah. So there's just fear, fear, fear. So I think that's the number one right, right now. But then even agendas that yeah. are starting to be
0: pushed. Right. You can see the Antichrist agenda. You can right. open the book of Revelations. You can open the book of Matthew 24. You can look at these things that are listed in the Bible, and we can see the trends in the Bible, like we said in the first episode, that there's these birth pains that are, clearly and blatantly obvious going on and it's opposite of you know comfortable right it's opposite of you know enjoyment we know that the world is continually you know following that anti-Christ agenda obviously anti-Christ is opposite of Christ so we're going to see that everywhere we go you're going to see it in your workplace you're going to see it in your families you're going to see and on social media the news and it's all seeming to be consistently opposite and it might feel like opposition to you depending on your walk with Christ and it might actually cause you to be you know Carrying a burden, carrying some things that don't necessarily belong to you.
1: You know what's crazy is Christianity. Now, Christianity has obviously always been hated, and we're going to get into a scripture behind that. But I feel like it's never been hated as much as it is now. I mean, if you are a Christian, you are hated yeah. by the world. You're, Everything that you yep. believe, you've become an enemy yep. of the world. Yep.
0: It, you're a bigot. You're a all racist. horrible names. You're yep. homophobic. You're all of these things. And yep. I mean, it's wild because we were just talking about this. The world, they try to label you with all of these negative things when really our agenda is love. You yep. know, our agenda is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I mean, yep. I don't hate anybody, but people tell me that I hate all the time.
1: But now, I mean, I will. I, it's, it's not fair to say that there aren't a lot of Christians who oh, have yeah. given Christianity no, a right. bad name. And their actions have been contrary. People the people that have Bible. done the
0: worst damage to Christianity is dumb Christians. Yeah, Can for I hear sure. a loud I, amen from your car? From your house, wherever you are. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, obviously, we need to be that example. So let's right. read this scripture, and I'm gonna read it because okay. um, you know, I feel like my reading voice is, you know, on point tonight. Uh, are you ready? Go for it. I should read it in a British accent, shouldn't I? No,
1: <laughs> nobody wants to hear you do that.
0: John fifteen, twenty eight. Um your notes say through twenty. I'm gonna assume thirty um if the world hates you, know that he has hated me it has hated me before I it hated you and then I try to read and I can't even put together a sentence Pride. this is good it's true if you were of the world, the world would love you as its own but because you are not of the world, but I've chosen you out of the world therefore, the world hates you. Remember the world that I said to you: a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. If they have, if they kept my word, they will also keep yours.
1: Yeah, and just to say, sorry, the reference was John fifteen eighteen through twenty. Oh, okay. I had a typo. Oh, but if it happened to Jesus. It's got, what makes us think it's not going to happen to right. us? You know, all we've done is join the club. Yep. We've taken a seat at the table. What's
0: cool is when you read that scripture, actually an identifier that you're correctly following Jesus is a certain level of persecution that's and opposition. Right.
1: Are you doing something yeah. worth persecuting? Yeah, so
0: I mean, don't even get discouraged when you feel persecution. That's you should right. actually be encouraged because that's an endorsement from Jesus saying, you know what, they hated me first. Join the club. You're part of this party now. Let's continue to share the gospel. Obviously, not in hate, but in love.
1: Absolutely. I mean, who we are and what we believe goes against this world and it goes against culture. Yeah. Everything about us goes against the grain. Yeah. And what do we know about that? People don't like people right. that stand out. Right. Right. I'm, I teach church history and I know I spoke about this a little bit in Is This the End? But go all the way back to the beginning of the church during Catholic Christianity, during the time of um, the Roman church, right? Where Christians were being persecuted. They were actually persecuted. Historians record that they were persecuted because they were known as the holy ones. Yeah. And people did not like that they were set apart. Right. They felt it made them, it almost like put them off like a, you're better than us mm-hmm. or you think that you're better than us. And that is actually what caused so much of the persecution. Mm-hmm. So, Look, it's been happening for years. Yep. It's just it is what it is and I think we got to kind of settle in our spirits and and be okay and there's peace yeah. that comes with that you know we yeah. don't have to live with no
0: peace right and I'm even getting reminded I mean Paul wrote I think it's Romans 116 it says for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus yeah. Christ for it's the power of God and demand for salvation so we got to understand that you cannot be ashamed of the gospel they will always be consistent opposition always. but you need to stand firm you need to put your feet Place them strongly and prepare yourself for battle because guess what? You're not just fighting to overcome opposition, you're fighting for souls, which is the most important thing in this planet. The most important thing in this world are people. Right. And we got to be willing to go that extra mile to stand so that some people can come to know Jesus Christ as their savior. So
1: let's talk about standing because that right. kind of brought us up to where we want to transition I did that real on quick. Purpose.
0: <laughs>
1: I You're so intentional. <laughs> but So maybe you're listening to this podcast right now and you're finding yourself in a place of where I was, you know, when I started to study these notes and where Chad's been as well. And that is, okay, I'm experiencing constant opposition, so what do I do? Right. And the Bible says in Ephesians 6.13, Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm because you know a lot of us can we can honestly say we're doing everything that we can right so then we have to take it a step further and the bible says that that step further is to stand when you've done everything that you know to do then you stand.
0: Yeah, but you're not standing like some weak, pathetic, you know, vulnerable Christian. You're you're standing there Strong. with literally the armor of God That's surrounding right. and protecting you. That's right. So you don't have to be concerned about having to, oh, you know, I'm just taking whatever comes and I'm trying to make it through each and every day. No, when you're standing, you're standing with literally the fullness of God wrapped around you every piece of equipment, every weapon, every defense, and you are fighting God's war, God's battle. Exactly. So you're not standing there defeated is now, what I want you to know. And another
1: thing that's important is we're not just standing there doing nothing, right. right? There's no standing still in the kingdom in terms of you don't just stop. Well, I've done all that I can. So now I'm just going to stand with my back against the wall, lean against the wall and kind of, you know, call it a day and watch what's happening. There's always forward motion. Yep. So there's always, your always Always growing. You're always reading. You're always you're always fighting, and yeah. I say fighting, not like physical fighting, right. but what, what do we know? So we don't
0: fight against flesh and blood, exactly, blood, but against so there's still the Rulies. battle
1: in the spiritual. So. Maybe you're listening to this and okay now I've answered your first question of what do I do when I'm experiencing this opposition and the answer is that we stand. So what does it look like? Yeah. What are th- what are some things that we can do while we are standing?
0: I think we've got three things, right? We do. I'll highlight we them do and then we'll things. break each one down. Yeah, let's do it. So number one stir yourself. So My wife the standing, wrote these notes, you, can stir yourself. you know, and they're really cute. So, <laughs> number one stir yourself, number two shake yourself. And number three, share yourself. And what we're gonna do now is we're gonna go back in and we're gonna break these down and we're gonna tell you exactly what that looks like.
1: Yep. So in the standing, the first thing we gotta do is stir ourselves. What mm-hmm. does that mean? We need to stir up the gift that's on the inside of us. The Bible talks about the gifts that are on the inside of us, and we gotta stir those up. Yeah. So what does that mean? It means we gotta be inc- we gotta encourage ourselves yeah. in the mm-hmm. Lord. Yeah. 1 Samuel thirty verse six says David was na- David was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters and they began to talk of stoning him. But David found strength in the Lord his. God. We got to be going back to God. We got to yeah. be going back to his word. Remind yeah. the only way you can encourage yourself is by reminding yourself what the word says, what the word says about your circumstances, what the word says about you who you are. Right. You know, you don't know you're a victor unless you read about the fact that you're a victor. And you unless, don't know what you have unless you read about it or you yeah. find out. Right. And,
0: and take some form of action. I love this because another uh version uh translation would say, but David encouraged himself in in the Lord. Yeah. And what I love is David, he's not being rejected or hated by even his enemy. This was his band of warriors that he had been leading, and he right. made a decision that was led by the Lord, because we can see it unfold, but yeah. he made a decision that they disagreed with, and the people that were with him even turned into opposition, and I want to encourage you, you know, sometimes it feels like you're standing alone, but when you have been clearly led by God to that position, when you have been clearly, you know, standing there, and it's something from the Lord, then you will have the endorsement from the Lord exactly. and God will encourage you hey, but you gotta take that action you gotta put yourself in a position where God I am putting myself out there to you I'm reading your word I'm praying consistently I'm you know I'm praising even when it looks like my people are coming against me yeah I'm praising you even when I feel like I'm weak and I'm struggling even when you know maybe you know there's people coming against me on a certain level or a certain platform I'm standing against you no matter what my outward circumstance looks right. like.
1: And joy is literally found in the presence yeah. of the Lord. I mean, the Bible says, in my presence yeah. is what? Fullness, Fullness of, of joy. joy. So oh, if the world we didn't did it. do that thing that we
0: normally do.
1: <laughs> so if the world did not give me my joy, the world can't take it away. What does that mean? This
0: joy. No oh that my I, word. The world then okay. give it to me. This joy I I feel like that someone's I cat have. just started screeching. The world didn't give it to me. I can't stop. She's telling me to stop. This joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it so the world can't take it away. Are you looking
1: for like a record deal? Yeah. Or
0: like uh, sign me. Holla.
1: Posturing isn't enough right now. <laughs> he wants to go
0: to another level. Yeah, you're welcome, guys.
1: But, you know... <laughs> yeah. My wife so doesn't even know so what to bad. do
0: now. She didn't know.
1: I didn't know. I wasn't ready for that. But truly, you know, if the if the world didn't give you this joy, no yeah. amount of opposition yeah. can take it away. Mm-hmm. And but again, where is it found? In the presence of God. So we can't expect to feel joy though if we're not actually getting into the presence. If we're not yeah. actually getting into the word, if mm-hmm. we're not worshiping, if we're not praying. Yep. We are gonna feel opposition and we're probably gonna fold to that opposition. Yep. We've gotta say stirred up and encourage us. We gotta yep. Encourage. we got to remember that his promises for us the bible says are yes and
0: mm-hmm. they're amen mm-hmm.
1: but let's go to the second point so first of all you got to stir yourself the second mm-hmm. thing that you got to do in the standing is you got to shake yourself yep. what do we mean by that well we got to get rid of this victim mentality you know it's easier to be a victim why because being a victim means we don't have to make the choices to overcome we kind of just accept the cards that are being dealt to us we almost take the pity party route because it's easier right yeah. it takes action and action on our part to
0: be a victim exactly
1: it takes so much more action it takes right. so much more conscious effort
0: and what this to be really, an overcomer what this exposes a lot of times for me is just a lack of discipline you know sure. there's a statement you um you can't disciple a demon But you can't cast out the flesh. Right. I think a lot of people want to cast off the spirit of laziness.
1: You can't do that.
0: But you can't do that. Discipline and a it out. It's called hard work. That's right. It's called dedication to the Lord and positioning yourself through action. A lot of people say, well, you know, I don't earn salvation. No, but... There should be a certain level of dedication. Anybody, whether they're in the Bible or in history, that has done something for the Lord, has had a level of dedication that is greater than others around them.
1: I mean, even right now, so... Um, Chad and I you know obviously life has so shifted with us having a, a baby and all this stuff that our sleep patterns have yeah. changed so much
0: thanks Hunter well
1: before Hunter we were the most disciplined two people in yep. our morning routine yep. you know we were up early we were spending time with the Lord we were reading we were praying well Hunter comes on the scene and you know she's waking up at night and then when she you know she began to sleep through the night but then she started teething and so you know it's been a little interesting with night time interesting
0: meaning less sleep so
1: what we're finding is we're making excuses to not get yeah. up early anymore right so we you know our alarm goes off and it's well we had a bad night so you know let's sleep in now this the super spiritual person would say well let's just cast off that spirit of yeah. lazy. you can't do that it's going to take discipline it's going to take us saying no my flesh is not going to win I'm going to do it even yeah. if I have to set
0: five alarms yeah. it just feels like the devil saw against me and yeah, it's got nothing I to do just with can't that. wake up it just right. feels like such a spiritual attack no you're being lazy. Yeah. Stop.
1: Yeah, exactly. Romans 8.37. No, no, no.
0: I want to read this one. Dibs, dibs, <laughs> Go dibs. For it. All right. The Bible says in Romans 8.37, <clears throat> you are more than a conqueror. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who has loved us. Us. We're
1: not victims of this life that right. we have. We are stewards yeah. of it. You yeah. know, we're not we're not just subject to, you know, what's going on around us. We are in control. It's funny people think, you know, God is in control of everything and I know I'm going to step on some toes by saying this, but God's given us a thing called free will and with that it puts us in the place of control of yeah. we get to make decisions. Mm-hmm. We get to make choices. Mm-hmm. God has the control that we give him. But we are in control in terms of the decisions that we're making. God's not, not God's not cracking the whip over us, and you will make this decision. No, He right. gave us free will. Why? Yeah. He wanted us to choose Him. Absolutely, choose His way. Wow, I thought you were gonna fill in. See, that was your time to come. I'm,
0: I'm just not used to talking on this one. She's so passionate <laughs> about this topic that she's just. Before we, uh,
1: before we move on to the third, I just wanted to bring up. You know. When you shake yourself, when you get rid of that victim mentality, yeah. a good way of doing it is knowing who you are and right. knowing whose you are. Right. Because when you settle that in your spirit and settle that knowing, have that knowing, you can approach life differently. Right. You know, the victim mentality isn't easy to have when you know that you're a son or a daughter of literally right. the ultimate victor. Right.
0: And honestly, I think a lot of times we need to surround ourselves with voices that are talking victoriously. That's right. Because That's a, many times we just we are stuck in our own mind or we're around people that are just consistently bringing that opposition and bringing you down, you need to surround yourself with people and voices that are going to give you victory. Exactly. I've been listening to podcasts more this month than any other month. Every time I'm driving, every time I'm in my office, I'm just feeding myself exactly what diet I want to be on. And I'm feeding myself faith. I'm feeding myself victory. A lot of times, if you're struggling, you need to surround yourself with a voice. Whether it, like I said, through YouTube, through podcasts, whether it's sermons, whatever it looks like, because obviously we're reading our Bible already, right? We're consistent. But you need to put those voices around you that are gonna push you. I like for me, I need somebody to talk smack to me. Like sometimes I just need somebody to tell me to stop being a bum. Stop making excuses. There's a a book I read. It's a secular book. It's called The 10X Rule. Written by a guy named Grant Cardone. And the interesting part is this guy just talks smack the entire book. And I loved it. The content was like, okay. But really what I loved about it was he just told you to stop being a bum. Yeah. Pull up your pants. And tough love. Push forward and continue in what you're doing. And continue to hustle. Continue to push it until you get to your goal.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of our generation, we, we don't know tough love. We right. haven't experienced tough right. love. It hurts our feelings yeah. too much, so.
0: Every delivery is sandwiched with two sides of love. You know,
1: everyone's a winner. Everybody's, Everybody's got a participation is. trophy. Right. And it's just not good. And you know, it's easy when you're feeling this way to go and, you know, go listen to some soppy song or, you know, even, even sop like some soppy secular worship song. And you may be listening and you're like, what do you mean a soppy secular worship song? Because let me tell you something, not all worship music and not all praise music is even biblical. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I turned on, though he slay me, still I praise him. Like, are you kidding me? I'll slap you. So you even have to guard yourself against that. Guard yourself about against moping and yes. listening to stuff that's not even biblical. That might be in the form of what's supposed to be right. biblical, but is not even yeah. biblical. Yeah.
0: You need to quick uh, shake up. Stir Listen up. to African shake up. medley. Oh my gosh, yes. On repeat. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? Yes, amen. And, Do it. Or what is Do it? Do it. It will change the whole pra- day. No, oh my gosh, phrase. there's so much. What's the higher, higher one? The...
1: We lift you up. We lift Jubilee you up, dude. Worship. That
0: is my jam. Go listen to you it right now. On Spotify. You can't be angry and listen to it. Yep. yep. So third one. Ready? You got to
1: stir yourself. You got to yep. shake yourself. And the third thing is, you got to share yourself.
0: You, you got to share yourself. I just felt. What does like that mean? The golden
1: honest. rule is: so whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also for them. Another way of wording it is: give do, what
0: you want. Give
1: what you want, or do unto others as you would we weren't. As you, no, we weren't. <laughs> as you want them to do unto you. So what do I mean by that? Well, if you are feeling like you're constantly facing a, a, opposition, if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling all these things, someone else is guaranteed to be feeling that way too, why don't you encourage yeah. them? Why don't you affirm them? Because if that's what you're desiring, the Bible says that sowing and reaping is a sure thing. Whatever you sow, and people think it's just got to do Galatians with money. 6, 9. And people think, you know, they only associate sowing and reaping with money. But sowing and reaping is actually a law Mm -hmm. that's got to do with everything. Every area. So if you sow affirmation, if you sow encouragement, if you sow something like that, you're bound to reap it. You know, and oftentimes you reap it better than you sowed it because God is such a good God. He's a multiplier.
0: So the Bible says, do not be deceived. God will not be mocked for whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. So whatever you need, you need to sow it.
1: Right. So, you know, if, you, if you're if you feeling this way, someone else is feeling this way. Right. And how about instead of having your pity party right. and feeling like it's so hard to serve God and feeling like you don't get the opposition, you know, why is this happening to you? Go encourage somebody else. And you know what you'll find? You'll find the opposition will be easier to deal with. And it will, uh, honestly... It won't even be an issue to deal with because you'll be so encouraged back because that's what you have. Because
0: as you pour out, God pours back in. Always. And it's exciting to know that you can be the light for somebody else. That's right. Because a lot of you, you may be able to identify. I feel like I'm all alone. I feel like I've got nobody. I feel
1: like I'm running this race by myself. You
0: know, I feel, I just wish somebody would encourage, be be that to somebody else.
1: Too many people are sitting back waiting for somebody to do it for them. But God's saying, get up and go do that for somebody else yeah. first.
0: And you'll find a strength to run that you've never had before so because true. then you shifted your focus from me, me, me to God, how can I serve you? Yeah, And you've repositioned him as the God over your life so that suddenly your focus shifts. It's just like worship because your actions are literally worship to God. Yeah, When you worship God, you're magnifying how big God actually is in your situation your struggle your frustration it suddenly looks minuscule in the comparison to how big and mighty our God truly yeah. is,
1: and to give a personal example to end off with this one, and then to end the podcast today, I remember when COVID nineteen started. I don't. I was completely taken off guard by how quickly it kind of you know ramped up, and all the things that started to be um, an issue with it, and the, the, all the areas it began to affect. I I didn't see it coming, and so it, it honestly took me off guard. And I remember having to face fear in my own life that I did not know was on the inside of me but all of a sudden I was identifying that I actually had a lot of fear on different areas so what did I do well I decided that if I'm feeling this way someone else must be feeling this way too and so I began to study what the Bible had to say and I began to do teachings you know I have a women's group um, that I do with the ladies of our church I began to teach on there against fear and teach about you know hope and all these different topics you know I wasn't doing it because I just wanted to teach I was truly doing it because I was stirring myself up I was shaking off the fear the victim mentality that I was feeling and then I was sharing because I needed that back
0: right and it's not the I hate the statement fake it till you make it no it was an intentional encouragement That's right. in your life yeah. where the Lord came in and intervened because you were being diligent and yeah. dedicated to His Word. Right. You were just sharing your benefits, really, right. your studies, what God was doing through you. And it's important. Uh, this fake it till you make it things nonsense. No. Seed, time, and harvest. The seeds you sow, even if you don't feel like it, and remember, you're dead. Well, you've been crucified with Christ. Right. So if you're dead to feelings, emotions, and all those things, then you need to determine in your heart that even if I'm feeling a certain way, the reality of the Bible trumps how I feel in the moment. Yeah. So I'm going to sow those seeds, sow those seeds, sow those seeds, because I know my harvest is on its way. Exactly. So take some time this week. Whatever you may feel opposition in your life for, you need to sow it. So if you're feeling fearful, sow faith. Come on. If If you're feeling discouraged, give somebody such a great encouragement. Find five people in your workplace and just say, you know what? You're doing an amazing job. I don't think anybody sees you, but I see you. I recognize you. Yeah. I see your situation. Yeah. And I'm here for you.
1: Yeah. No, exactly give what you want yeah. and as you're standing this week you know as you're standing in whatever situation you find yourself in whatever you know area in your life you're at right now do those three things stand firm and in the standing firm one stir yourself keep yourself stirred up by the word of god pray get into his presence i want to encourage you don't just listen to worship music listen to praise music yeah. you know how do we enter his courts it's not with worship it's with thanksgiving and praise and so praise him thank him for you know get up, start your day on a high note don't start your day on the solemn like note you know what i'm saying and then you gotta shake yourself Get off that victim mentality. I know it's easier. I know it's so much more, um, Share you know, yourself. comfortable to our flesh. To um, no, shake. Share. I'm on my on oh, second Oh, okay. One. I'm sorry. You know, it's comfortable to the flesh to sit in that and to wallow. Don't do that. Shake it off. You know might feel good to your flesh in the moment, but your spirit needs you to move on. You're more than a conqueror. And share yourself. And I know we spoke a ton on share yourself, but go share yourself with someone this week.
0: Right. So let's pray and then end this thing off. Father, I thank you for your anointing. God, I declare right now the Bible says that your anointing destroys the yoke of bondage. Whatever may be yoking us up or holding us up or holding us down, God, I pray for a supernatural peace and freedom. Lord, I pray that we see what you're doing in our lives and we encourage ourselves in you. God, let us take a position of war, standing there with your fullness of your armor. And God, I pray right now that we're prepared for anything. We're standing and fighting and that God, we are victorious and we are more than conquerors. God, I pray we won't just fight our battles, but we'll begin to sow seeds so other people can see the same victories as us. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. We love you. Thanks so much for joining us on today's Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single day. Friday. If you know of someone who could benefit from this, we would love for you to share this on your social media as well as go ahead and leave us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.